It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Another good one for you today as a couple of front office players get extensions. Talk about Clay's upcoming extension and the myth of the veteran minimum salary and the players willing to take it. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's happening? The dubs, as we all know, are going into an offseason with a ton of question marks. Kevin Durant injured, torn Achilles. Clay Thompson tore his ACL. Both of them free agents. I mean, it's just crazy when you sit there and you actually say these things out loud. What a perfect storm it's become of Clay Thompson, uh, uh, Kevin Durant being injured at these times when they're, you know, three games away from becoming free agents. KD tears his ACL. Clay te- or KD tears his Achilles. Uh, Clay tears his ACL. All within, you know, arm's reach of free agency. And how bad of a spot it puts the Warriors in just for next season and everything. Again, I'm very optimistic about their future, but just it puts next year in such a such a weird spot. It's just crazy to think about. Just the perfect storm of injuries and free agency and drama. Because we can't lie. I mean, there's some drama around Kevin Durant and what he'll decide to do. But anyways, not here for that. What we are here for is news. And some of the news that broke today is Bob Myers and Rick Welts, both front office execs. Uh, Bob Myers, the general manager or the president of basketball operations, whatever his title is, received a multi-year extension today, as did Rick Welts, who is the uh, chief operating officer for the Golden State Warriors and president as well. Uh, So... He's more of the business side guy, like has a ton to do with Chase and and uh, all the stuff on the business side where Bob Myers obviously is the stuff on the court, uh, which we all knew about Bob Myers. Rick Welts, we know he's a huge player within the Warriors and within the NBA, but just as far as what he does is all the, the business stuff. So good moves, especially coming off this, you know, rough couple weeks. You know, it's been weird to see Bob Myers the last couple weeks where he is just He seems fried. He seems burnt out. Uh, Seems very affected by what happened in the finals with Clay and KD. But it's good to see him get extended. You know, I've been critical of some of his misses, but this is... Obviously, he deserves the extension. If the Warriors... Not that he was about to be a free agent or anything, or his contract was about to run out. But Bob Myers would be hired in a second. By, you know, 20 different teams. 
Mark Stein reported earlier this year that the 76ers made a substantial offer to Bob uh, for him to take over as GM, and he turned that down to stay with the Warriors. So it's a good move. Also, you don't move on from these guys when you're in the middle of rebuilding your team. You know, they deserve the opportunity to to do this, and I trust Bob to be able to do it, you know. Uh, one of the things that's happened, though, is he's lost a lot of front office people over the years. You know, Travis Schlenk was like his assistant GM. Jerry West was, uh, you know, I don't know his exact title, but these were guys that you could get on the phone instead of Bob, where Bob is pretty much the, the only go-to guy right now. So I wouldn't mind seeing them fill some of those uh, some of those spots in the front office, get them a little more help. Um, but I mean that's up to them, and you know yada yada yada. It's not front page news or anything. But you know Schlenk's the GM in Atlanta. Uh, Jerry West is in uh, L.A. with the Clippers right now. So you know when it comes to basically everything with the Warriors, you know it goes through Bob. Where you know he was at uh, the rookie press conference a couple days ago and he was not chipper old Bob Myers I'll tell you that definitely looked a little burnt out a little fried and you know you just think well you know if Clay Thompson's agent calls him he has to pick that up he has to call him back immediately there isn't a Travis Schlenk who can get on the phone or Jerry West or anything so like I said just I think there are positions that could be filled to help him out and uh, I'm excited to see what he does with this with this opportunity, I guess, and, and the entire Warriors organization, how they build moving forward, considering Clay and Katie are out for at least the year. And can they use this year to, you know, develop and build towards a better team when they come back instead of just making it a one year gap, a gap year or whatever, you know? Uh, so we'll see. But good news on those extensions. Good news on that front. They definitely deserve it. Glad to have Bob Myers around uh, for for a while moving forward. Some other news that came out, speaking about extensions and uh, things of that nature. The Warriors are planning on offering Clay Thompson the five-year, $190 million max contract that he's eligible for uh, as soon as free agency starts on Sunday. Which, duh. Adedoy. Like who didn't who didn't think that? I that's what that's one of the reasons I'll be excited when free agency is over, as fun as it is, or at least I'll be excited when it starts. Because a lot of the rumors will go away. Like I, I'm so sick of the rumors right now. Like Clay would take a meeting with the Clippers. Kawhi, you know, is interested in the Lakers. I think a lot of it's uh bull and uh can't wait to see it be proven wrong. But the headline is the Warriors are willing to offer him the the full max immediately. There are a couple a couple little spots in there that I don't know if there'll be problems. I mean, probably not because you're still getting the the 190 million. But when it came to Steph Curry's contract, he did not have an opt out in that fifth and final year. You know, it wasn't a player's option. It's uh, five years, all guaranteed. Which I know people are like, yeah, that sounds better than the player option. Why would they want the player option? The reason why they'd want the player option is because they can opt out of that last year, renegotiate a deal with more long-term money, um, you know, 
And instead of that one last year for 40 whatever million, 45 million, they could sign for opt out and sign for three years, 120 million, you know, something like that. So Steph Curry did not get that opt out, did not get that player option. And Steph Curry also did not get a no trade clause, which is something that Clay is eligible uh, for both. Now, how will that work? Is Clay just going to be fine with those and say, yeah, that's fine. Just give me the, the 5 190 and we're good. Or is he going to fight for those things? Be interesting to see. I imagine he'll just gladly take the 190 and, and call it a day. But you never know. You never know. Uh, how much of an influence does the agent have on this? And uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But it's it's good to hear that they're willing to do it. We all kind of knew it also, but you know, like I said, the rumors fly during free agency, especially leading up to it. And, uh, I didn't think it was in question, but again, just good to see it. The wheels in motion that they're willing to give clay what he deserves, what he's earned for sure. And I mean, if there was ever a question about whether he's worth it or not, just look at game six, you know, when he came back in game six and Steph, Oh, Steph could breathe again. And that's like the minimum spacing, too. Imagine if they had actual other shooters on the team, which hopefully they will get this offseason. We're going to talk about that coming up next, uh, where they can find some shooting. A couple other players have been uh, waived or not offered qualifying offers. We're going to talk about them. going to talk about how the Warriors can find some spacing. And I want to talk about the myth of the veteran minimum contracts. And you'll understand what I'm talking about coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy, golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Lenovo. At CDW, we get putting productivity within reach of remote employees. That's why I'm WFC, working from couch and moving everything within arm's length, like the microwave. Lunchtime. You should talk to the experts at CDW. They can orchestrate a more efficient workspace solution using light, powerful devices from Lenovo to keep your teams productive from anywhere, couch included. Yeah, but do they have grabber claws? Whoops. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Learn more at cdw.com slash Lenovo client. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Happy Friday. Uh, as I said, these uh, episodes are going to be a little spaced out, you know. They'll come out when they come out, probably three or four a week. Depending on the news, depending on the happenings in the NBA, you know, you'll definitely get some good Summer League stuff, that's for sure. Because Summer League, ladies and gentlemen, is where we got our first look at a young man named Marcus Derrickson. <laughs> are you guys annoyed with how much I talk about him? Clearly, I am high on him, but also I'm kind of joking because I, I'm trying to get a certain point across, especially because we just found out Marcus Derrickson will be playing for the Kings Summer League team uh, in the California Classic, which uh, 
sucks. But <laughs> what I'm trying to get across here is the something that Steve Kerr talked about, actually. When he was on Tim Kawakami's podcast a couple days ago, he was asked about just this upcoming season and what they saw out of Jacob Evans. And uh, to paraphrase here, it was basically that Jacob Evans, we're going to move him to point guard. He's going to be playing a lot of point, and we're going to, you know, give him every opportunity to play this year. This The, the theme of this year is going to be development. With Clay and KD both out for what we assume is the entire year, the theme is development. It's going to be giving Jacob Evans opportunities. Uh, Quinn Cook, most likely, who they'll extend a qualifying offer to. Damian Jones, uh, the rookies of Jordan Poole and Eric Paschal and, you know, Alan Smilagich, depending on whether he's a two-way contract or what. And I couldn't agree more. Because of the situation the Warriors are in with their cap space, they have none. So the only way they can add players is through the draft, veteran free agents, the minimums, or young players that you, you know, have their uh, control of their contract for, you know, the first four years of the of uh, their time in the NBA. Quinn Cook, qualifying offer is, I think, 1.9. Jordan Bell is 1.8. Damian Lee would be on a minimum, which I think would be 1.5 or something like that. And these are all guys whose contracts you continue to control for the next couple of years as well. Marcus Derrickson, same thing. He'd be a minimum, and you would be able to control his contract for another three, four years, whatever it is. Poole, Pascal, Smilagich, all the next four years. So, it to me, it's smarter going with a development priority this year than bringing in a bunch of older guys who might help you win a couple more games for one year and then they'll move on or their play will decline where this year, if you can get development out of all these young guys and get them to play better, you know, get them to grow. Then in 2021, when you get clay back, when you potentially get KD back or whatever, you're, you know, building your team a different way. These young guys will be ready to contribute on a better team. Over the last couple of years, that's one of the things that hasn't happened. They don't have a player development guy. They're going to need one. Their focus has been on winning championships. And when that's your focus, you can't give up a roster spot to a young guy to try and develop them. You can't give them uh, playing time to try and develop them. I know that was one of the things with Pat McCaw was it's hard to develop your game when you're not playing much. You know, Quinn Cook got thrown into the finals at the most crucial point in the season of any NBA season. And part of why he, you know, couldn't contribute was because he didn't play much during the, the entire year. He had an inconsistent role. That's more on Kerr than anything, but you know, the, these are young guys that need development and need time. So Steve Kerr mentioned it in that interview. I was glad to hear it because I agree completely. Try and develop these young guys, try and go out and get more young guys and develop them. Uh, speaking of which Stanley Johnson just had his, uh, well, he didn't have his qualifying offer rescinded. He is not going to receive a qualifying offer from the Pelicans. Now, he's a flawed player, not a great offensive player, but he's a tenacious defender. So 
You know, maybe the Warriors bring him in, try and work with him. He's 23 years old. I mentioned Rondé Hollis Jefferson in uh, here. He's 24, will turn 25 a couple months into the season. He's another guy you could try and work with. So for me, it's all about the young guys. It's all about development. And I brought up Marcus Derrickson because it kind of, it's, it's how I prove my point. But at the same time, someone brought up, you know, oh, well, Ryan Anderson could be a fit on the Warriors. And that's exactly the point I'm trying to make here is a guy like Ryan Anderson, you know, a three-point shooter, power forward, who is poor defensively, pretty good rebounder. But a guy like him, I would rather go for the 23-year-old Marcus Derrickson who has the same traits, knockdown three-point shooter, you know, defensively isn't great, probably better than Ryan Anderson, but you have a chance of developing him and seeing him grow where with Ryan Anderson, he's, you know, 31 years old, is the player he's going to be. You know, there's not a lot of growth left there for Ryan Anderson. So we'll see what happens, but I was just really glad to hear Steve Kerr come out and say it. And uh, I hope they continue to add as many young players as possible and uh, try and grow with them, try and develop them. Going to take one more break, come back. I want to talk about the myth of the veteran minimum salary. And that's coming up next here on Locked on Warriors on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? One of the things I wanted to talk about was the veteran minimum salary. And I've been calling it a myth. And you'll understand why in just a second. And the reason why I bring it up is because some of the news that hit the other day was that the Lakers are trading their three young guys, who is Isaac Bonga, Mo Wagner, and Jamario Jones, maybe, to the Washington Wizards so they can clear enough cap space to try and sign another max player. Which, whatever, great. I don't know why the Wizards are doing it, but it doesn't matter. And the reason I bring it up is because the idea that they'll sign another max player and then only have, you know, their tax or their mid-level, which is actually less than the taxpayer mid-level, and then veteran minimum salaries to fill in around AD, LeBron, and whoever. And... Look, who cares what the Lakers do? If I was them, I would actually break that money up and try and sign a number of different role players, but that's just me. But the idea that gets floated around, and we've heard it around the Warriors for the last couple of years of like, 
oh yeah, you'll just find a bunch of vets that want to take less to play with this team and win a championship is bull. We have seen the Warriors for the last three going on four years try and do this, try and sign veteran minimum free agents who probably deserve more money, but try and get these guys to come play for the Warriors because you get a chance at a ring. It was almost guaranteed for three years. But the only player that ever signed under his value, for less than his value at a minimum free agent, was David West. Let's go back to 2017. Zaza Pachulia signed for the mid-level. JaVale McGee was a reclamation project. David West is the only player that actually turned down more money to play on a veteran uh, free agent minimum, whatever, minimum contract. The next year, Omri Caspi was a veteran minimum. He did not turn down more money. That's Those are the offers he was getting. Nick Young took the mid-level. Last year, Jonas Jerebko is a veteran minimum free agent. DeMarcus Cousins took the mid-level. So just the idea that, oh, well, we got to fill around our superstars. Well, we can just, look, there's guys who are worth, you know, $10 million who will take $2 million to play with us is a myth. It doesn't happen. The only time it happened was David West, who was at the end of his career and was trying to win a ring, and he won two of them, and he was awesome. He was great for the Warriors. It doesn't mean you can't find good players, but minimum salaries, most of the time, get you minimum salary players. You're not going out and getting players above the minimum salary value, so to speak. So that's something for all these teams. And again, it doesn't mean you're, you can only find scrubs. You can find good players, but just the idea that you're going to get someone to turn down a lot more money to come play for your team is, uh, to me, is a myth. It doesn't happen. I mean, if you guys can think of some, go ahead, hit me up on Twitter at CTH415. But really, for the most part, I can't think of guys that turn down money to, to play on a good team or at least turn down money to take a minimum salary. We saw it with the mid-level before. But that's different because that's twice now, probably three times as much as the veteran minimum. So it's still a substantial amount of money where, look, the veteran minimum to us is also substantial. But for players who can go out and make more, they're not going to take the minimum. So, I mean, that's just a a warning to uh, the Lakers, the Warriors, all teams out there. It's tough to fill in your team with a bunch of veteran minimum. That's why you got to go young. You got to have your draft picks. And it's all these things that the Lakers don't have moving forward. So I'm interested, man. I'm interested in all of it. Like I said, team building and roster construction is fascinating to me. And I can't wait to see how a lot of teams do it moving forward. Free agency starts on Sunday at 3 p.m., which is kind of weird. They moved it up this year because, I don't know, East Coasters were crying about how late it was, whatever. Still excited for it. Can't wait to see what happens with the dubs. I'll be back probably Monday with a recap of whatever goes down. Have a fun, safe weekend, and thank you guys so much for listening to Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. 
Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Bay Area sports fans. This is Ben Kaspic, host of the Locked On Giants podcast, which should be the next Locked On podcast you fire up in your feed. The MLB offseason is closing in, and I'll have you covered every day, breaking down the rumors, speculation, and transactions that'll shape next year's Giants team. Subscribe to Locked On Giants right now on your favorite podcast provider. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.